everyone, and welcome to the Game Cola RPG Podcast. I'm Paul Franzen, uh, Game Cola's editor emeritus, and today I'm going to be your dungeon master slash narrator. This podcast is going to be a little different from some of the other RPG casts you might have heard on Game Cola. It's it's not so much Dungeons and Dragons as it is Choose Your Own Adventure. If if you guys remember those books, uh, we're going to be reading through a vintage. 1993 Mario-themed game book called, uh, and I want to emphasize that this is the actual name of the book, Nintendo Adventure Books, featuring the Super Mario Brothers in Double Trouble Pringles Special Edition. <laughs> I just get super, super excited. Mm. <laughs> well, sorry, can I also point out that this is 1993, which is, I mean, it's after Super Mario World, right? Oh, it is, but, isn't it? Yeah, because uh, Super Mario World would have been uh, 91. Yeah, and yet they're still using everything, like, the character designs from Super Mario Bros. 3. <laughs> I did not even think of that. Yeah, so anyway... Uh, is Yoshi in here? I don't think Yoshi is a, has a speaking role. I forget <laughs> if he actually shows up. Anyway, yeah. Awesome, uh, weird game book we're going to be playing slash reading uh, today. Uh, the book is available online if there's anyone who wants to read along with us. Um... I'll make sure Jetty includes the link to it in the show notes. Can you do that, Jetty? I can do that. All right, cool, because I don't have posting access anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot. It's a, it's a little problematic. And uh, joining me today are uh, a, whole, a whole bunch of people. <laughs> Everyone, please introduce yourselves and say uh, what parts you're going to be doing today. It's me, Jetty, Jetter-in-Chief, and playing the part of Mario. It's Nathaniel, editor O, or editor, um, editor emeritless, I guess, and <laughs> I will be playing the parts of Bowser badly and Thing One and Thing Two, or, or is it King One and King Two? I'll be doing them badly. <laughs> it's Diana, Game Cola's resident fangirl, and I will be playing the parts of Princess Toadstool, Boomerang Brother Number One, Chain Chomp, and the most important one. A mouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Michael. I'll be doing Luigi, um, some sort of Koopa, and Brock the Doorman. The important one to remember. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Joseph Martin, and uh, I brought the uh, the Pringles for our Pringles-sponsored uh, book. Yes! Right. Yes! <laughs> Make sure to spread God. them around on the yeah, table here. Uh, at the game HQ. Uh, everybody, everybody, hold out your hands real quick. Let me just. Oh, thank you. Oh, oh thanks. thanks, man. Oh no, that's enough. That, oh that's... wow. Oh, cool, Rand. <laughs> um, I will be playing the, the uh, incredibly famous and beloved characters of Wooster and Iggy Goopa. Just, I mean, fan favorites, really. <laughs> okay. Oh, and I'm Boomerang Brother too. Sorry. I, 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 I thought that was an. I, 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 my brain read that as like another person on the podcast. Just because you brought Pringles doesn't mean you can mess up our intro. I mean, that's that's an important character. There's at least one pathway that might take us mm -hmm. to go see the Boomerang Brothers. So, um, my name is Z Saber, and I'll be playing the voices of Toad, uh, Wendy O Cootie Pie Koopa, and Goomba. <laughs> Paragoomba, actually. <laughs> awesome. So I was I was just joking about this, but just to reiterate, 
it's 100% possible that there are characters that we might not actually see in this playthrough, just through the nature of a game book. We'll see what happens with that. Yay. I apologize in advance if anyone is left out of the game entirely. I, I tried really hard to make sure at least every person has one character that shows up in every single playthrough. So we'll see if I actually did that correctly. It'll be fun. So is everyone okay. on page... Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. Uh, I think we have an introduction first. Oh, is that me? From Mario himself. Dear game player, you are about to guide me through a great adventure. As you read this book, you will help me decide where to go and what to do. Whether I succeed or fail is up to you. At the end of every chapter, you will make choices that determine what happens next. Special puzzles will help you decide what I should do if you can solve them. The chapters in this book are in a special order. Sometimes you must go backward in order to go forward, if you know what I mean. Along the way, you'll find different items to help me in my quest. When you read that I have found something, such as a magnifying glass, you'll see a box like this one below. Mario collects one coin, and he now has the magnifying glass. Turn to page 36. Okay. The boxes make noises like that, right? Like in Super Mario <laughs> yeah. World. That... They should. Yes. Well, it should be because he got a coin, right? Yeah. Use page 121 to keep track of the things you collect and to keep score. Good luck. Driplessly yours, Mario. Yay! Oh, that was that was a that was a fantastic Mario voice. That was great. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know, is that what Italians stereotypically sound like? It was a little bit Chekhov, but we'll let it. Be. Yeah, <laughs> just like I, I keep thinking that I sound more like a like an Indian stereotype, like from India. <laughs> like I don't know. Oh, Close yeah. enough. Well, uh, you're you're gonna have the entirety of the book to work on it. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> Yay! Aren't, aren't you excited, Jetty, that you were cast in the lead role in this? Wahoo! <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna start page one, chapter one. Zang, clang, beep, beep, beep. It's the emergency alarm. Red warning lights begin to flash. One after another, alarm bells ring throughout the Mario Brothers house. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what it says. It's <laughs> what it says. Oh, groans Mario, <laughs> opening one eye. The bedroom he shares with his brother Luigi is almost pitch black, but their plunger-shaped alarm clock glows in the dark. Wait, excuse me. Am I the only one who said that it's pictig black? No. No, no, no. This, this is not hacks and slash. We don't need to make no, fun of what, the, the I was going to say something, and then I restrained myself because I reminded myself it's not hacks and slash. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh. See, I'm I'm reading the actual paper book. Oh. oh. Okay. He's just cooler wow. than that. Yeah, guys. so that, that, that typo was introduced by the person who copied this it's onto okay. the internet. Right. We'll, we'll, Sorry, we'll have it's just to, reflex we'll also, now. We'll have to also see if, like, uh, there's some line in here that says, I need to eat some Pringles that you're, like, <laughs> yes. missing out from. Uh, yeah, because uh, my book is not the uh, Pringles special edition. It's 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 the really old-school edition of Double Trouble. Well, okay, Um you said it's from 1993. Is that specifically the one that you have? Uh, I think that was just a number I saw on a wiki somewhere. Hmm. I mean, does it say on the oh, back? Oh, you know what? My book actually says 1991. Okay, Whoa. okay. That oh. makes so much more sense. And yeah. they just redistributed it 
for yeah, yeah. The, the the Pringles special edition. <laughs> okay, yeah, now it's... all of the Super Mario Brothers three stuff makes sense. Yeah, this you could get this book for free with two cans of Pringles. I love it. <laughs> like three years later, yeah, like two years later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, actually, at my local swimming pool, we actually had a, it was one of the prizes you could win, you know, like, it was in a lost and found box, and so they decided to re-gift it as a prize for being the best swimmer. <laughs> That's okay. awesome. And I picked it, so, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> All right, we're still on page one. Yes. Plunger oh shaped alarm clock. Mario squints at the faint green numbers. It's three in the morning. He moans. Sitting up, he runs a hand through his thick black hair. Awooga! Honk! <laughs> Sorry, I'm very good at alarm sounds. Thank you. This is you. the most diverse <laughs> alarm clock ever. It doesn't make the same sound more than once. That's amazing. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Just like a real plunger. <laughs> Before Mario has a chance to get out of bed, the alarm goes off a second time. The lights automatically switch on and a pillow on the end of a mechanical arm swings down from the ceiling. It knocks Mario out of the top bunk and onto the floor. All right, all right, I'm up, he grumbles, scrambling into his bright red overalls. Grabbing his hat and his waterproof plumber's <laughs> wrist wristwatch, he charges out of the bedroom and down the hall. He hurries past the supply room, the game room, and the kitchen, and heads into the plumbing workshop to answer the emergency call. The place is a mess, as usual. A pair of socks hangs among the racks of wrenches and spare copper tubing. On a table, buried under several stale bologna sandwiches, Ew. is a broken garbage disposal. Ew. <laughs> well, isn't he a plumber? <laughs> yeah, but that's still, like... Well, no, no, but, like, I'm saying, like, broken garbage disposal, is that, like, part of a plumber's job, technically? I think so. Look, Maybe. some people don't like to bring their work home. That's true, it's true. Yeah. Definitely have to get this room organized someday, says Mario. But I'd better answer this call first. Mario sits down in front of the Mushroom Kingdom network system, which takes up the eastern wall of the workshop. He shoves a two-day-old plate of ravioli to one side and Ew. throws the main power switch. Wait, is he going on the internet? I think he is. <laughs> wow. I am so confused. It's a network system. <laughs> yeah, like like the internet. Like, I'm just wondering, like, is this where they're going with this? Okay, okay. Now let's see what all the fuss is about. He says as he waits for the video screen to come to life. It sounds like he's using, like, Skype, actually. <laughs> uh, the Mario Brothers communication system has come a long way since they were first called upon to save the Mushroom Kingdom. Back then, they had to listen for Princess Toadstool's voice ringing through the pipe that leads from her mysterious world to the plumbing shop. Now they rely on an advanced network of computers, radio telescopes, homing pigeons, and TV monitors. <laughs> so, Why? Is, the internet, is the internet in this case a series of tubes? <laughs> Maybe. But for some reason, today... The network doesn't seem to be working. Mario! Crackle. Quickly! <laughs> the... <laughs> Sorry. It says it! It does say crackle. <laughs> I'm just reading my part. 
The voice of Princess Toadstool fades in and out uh, of one of the, of one speaker. Mario fiddles with several dials, but the video screen is awash with static. Bring Luigi and a buzz to the palace. Crackle, please hurry. I'm not going to bother trying to get this equipment working, says Mario, getting up from his chair. It sounds like the princess needs us there on the double. Turn to page four. Or click to page four, as it may be. Also, uh, who any, anyone uh, is not reading along at home, there are uh, the original drawings and artwork from the book are available on this website as well, which, which is kind of delightful. Yeah. <laughs> nice, I like it. Luigi, wake up. Mario calls as he runs back into the bedroom. No one answers. Mario considers waking his brother with a bucket of cold water. But the last time he did that, Luigi got even by filling Mario's shoes with some of his top secret spaghetti sauce. Ew. <laughs> like, why would you waste that? So Mario leans over the bottom bunk where his brother sleeps and gently pulls back the heavy wool blanket. The bed is empty. That's strange, says Mario, puzzled. Luigi usually sleeps 17 hours a day. Why would he be up at this time of night? That sounds awesome. <laughs> he looks around the bedroom. Everything is in its place. Two dressers, a stand-up mirror, their comic book collection. But there's no sign of Luigi. Mario peers down the hall and notices a faint blue light spilling out of his kitchen doorway. But before he has a chance to investigate, the Mushroom Kingdom alarm begins to ring once more. Awooga! Awooga! I'm coming, princess, shouts Mario. He runs down the hallway and starts to unlock the supply room door. At that moment, the alarm goes off again, louder than ever. Should Mario look for supplies? Maybe he should find Luigi first, or maybe he should just head to the Mushroom Kingdom immediately. He'd better decide, and quickly. Uh-oh. So I've been thinking about how we should actually do these decision yeah. points. How should we do this? Uh, well, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll see what you guys think. We could either come to a consensus, or we can force one person to make the decision <laughs> each time. <laughs> like, I was thinking it would work like whoever hasn't had a lot of lines up until that point. Which is everyone. Put them on the... Sp yeah, exactly. I got a line. <laughs> no, so Jetty and Diana have had a bunch of lines at this point, so I could say, like, all right, Nathaniel, this one's yours, and make him decide. <laughs> Put oh, him God. on the spot. It's going ruin the entire adventure because of the first choice. <laughs> All right, Nathaniel, this one's yours. Oh, no. <laughs> now, no one help him. <laughs> what, what is a plumber without proper tools for the plumbing? Mario should get supplies on page 34. All right, okay. everyone turn to page 34. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's <laughs> <This is> hard. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Everyone's cracking up, I believe, because there is a maze that you have to solve on this page. Who <laughs> gets to play the maze? Oh uh, well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay. How do we get to voice act the maze? Okay. I know better than to go on a mission without proper equipment. Isn't that like literally what Nathaniel said? <laughs> and I wasn't reading ahead. I swear. <laughs> Mario says, unlocking the supply room door. He scans the shelves. Paper clips? Bah! I need something that will come in handy against the Koopas. <laughs> when there's trouble in the Mushroom Kingdom, that repellent reptile Bowser Koopa and his turtle kids are usually the cause. 
Bowser already rules all the vicious turtles in the kingdom, but he and his family won't rest until they rule the entire land. Mario thinks of the time Bowser tried to carry the kingdom's doorknobs away in a hot air balloon. What? I'm uh, sorry, good... what? <laughs> I mean, doorknobs are kind of important. But why did he just take them? Like, why just that? Why not something else? Well, then nobody could ever leave his their house to stop him. Exactly. How, and how did he manage to do that only from a hot air balloon? Yeah. It was the only big enough No, that was the getaway vehicle. Okay. <laughs> but, like, doorknobs are inside. Maybe they were just getting in a fresh shipment of doorknobs, and they had never had them in the kingdom, and then yeah. he just absconded with them. But that's neither here nor there. They installed all the things that they needed for doorknobs. They just had to put the doorknobs in, and then Bowser took the doorknobs. So everyone's just like, great, what do we do now? Like, this is pointless. That's my my theory. It's a good thing someone had a pea shooter with him that day, he says. Unfortunately, Mario has no idea what's going on at the palace now. He walks through the maze-like shelves of plumbing tools, cooking utensils, and inflatable beach toys. Should I bring some Swiss cheese? A bicycle pump? If the Koopas are up to their old tricks again, what will I need to stop them this time? He wonders. Solve this puzzle to see ah. what equipment Mario takes with him to the Mushroom Kingdom. Uh, so for those of you, again, who are not reading along with us, there is actually a maze that someone's going to have to solve to figure out which path we take and which item we receive so i'm gonna oh no i was just gonna say it i don't think it's quite a maze it seems that it's one of those like you you choose one of the four paths and then you just follow it okay so someone gets to choose which path uh all right uh z saber this one's gonna be all yours okay i did pick a rope and the rope i got led to the anchor okay (laughs) awesome we now have the anchor in our inventory yay (laughs) uh and now we turn to page 68 mission accomplished Geronimo! Yells Mario. It's time to save the Mushroom Kingdom. He dives into the central pipe in the middle of the workshop and tumbles down into darkness. You know, he mutters to himself, no matter how often I go to the Mushroom Kingdom, I still hate this part. Sounds like fun, though. (laughs) Well, maybe not. (laughs) He falls through the pipe for hundreds of feet, or maybe hundreds of miles. He can't tell. That doesn't sound fun at all. Then, suddenly, he shoots out the other end and drops into a tuft of spongy grass. Mario gets up and looks around. High overhead, brick platforms and clusters of metal boxes hang mysteriously suspended from the sky. Rows of bright flowers and polka dot mushrooms spread out in every direction. Once again, Mario is at the entrance to the Mushroom Kingdom, the magical land that he and Luigi have vowed to protect. Turn to page 102. Mario steps onto the brick road that winds through the Mushroom Kingdom. Immediately, a bright blue snapping turtle charges at him. Mario hops in the air. The small reptile scuttles underneath without touching him. Those Koopa Troopas aren't very bright, Mario says, watching the turtle scamper off. I swear there's, there's lines for other people in this, too. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. Okay. But we didn't, get, we didn't get Luigi, so... Yeah. <laughs> 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 Luigi might not be in this one. <laughs> oh, no. We'll have to see. Just then, he feels something bump into him, and a sharp pain shoots through his leg. He looks down to find another turtle with its teeth dug into his ankle. Ouch! 
Where did you come from? Asks Mario, picking up the small blue turtle. It looks exactly like the one he just dodged. Mario frowns at the turtle, but it doesn't answer. (laughs) Oh, never mind. He says. He drops it to the ground and shoves it out of the way. Things seem normal enough. He notes as he looks about the countryside. But after a minute, he begins to change his mind. The Mushroom Kingdom is made up of open meadows, rolling hills, and valleys. There's usually room for every creature there to go about its business undisturbed. But today, for some reason, the kingdom seems crowded. Beetles swarm about in such great numbers that a single flock entirely covers a grassy hill by the road. Orange tweeter bird, (laughs) which I'm sure is a cannon enemy in Mario, (laughs) fight for space on a nearby brick ledge. Mario watches two tiny masked creatures walk by. That's strange, too, he thinks. Shy guys almost always travel alone. I'd better get to the bottom of this, says Mario, gazing around. A few feet ahead, the road forks. One path zigzags up to the royal palace. The other winds around some metal boxes and fades into the distance. Mario must decide which path to take. He's sure he'll find trouble on either one. Uh, So I haven't been hearing from Michael Gray a lot. Before we get to the decision, though, I I need to provide some information that might help inform the decision. I I thought this was the case and just verified it. Tweeters are the little bird enemies from Mario 2 that hop along the ground. Really? Yes. So armed with this knowledge, Michael. (laughs) I I apologize for questioning the, the canonicity of orange tweeters. Okay, I, I flipped a coin. I got tails, so uh, Mario's exploring the Mushroom Kingdom. Okay. All right, you don't want to save me. I get it. <laughs> That's fine. Maybe we won't see any other characters in this one. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it's just the Paul and Jetty show, and I'm just wasting everyone's time. <laughs> I kind of think that would be really funny. <laughs> If we don't see a single other character, it's not impossible. Actually, I think I think it's impossible. I hope it's impossible. How many lives do we have? Like, if we get to a dead end and die, do we start over from the beginning, or do we just do, that's it? Thanks for the podcast. <laughs> we'll figure that out when we get there. <laughs> Mario decides to check out the Mushroom Kingdom before heading to the palace. A quick peek is always a good idea, he says to himself as he bounces down the road. Mario thinks the Mushroom Kingdom is the most beautiful place he's ever seen. It's full of roaring waterfalls, brilliant rainbows, and clear, sparkling ponds. The weather is nearly always sunny and warm. And with all the pipe passageways, underground caverns, and hidden treasures Mario keeps discovering, there are endless opportunities for adventure. Of course, even beautiful places have their problems. When he travels to the Mushroom Kingdom, Mario is almost certain to run into some unfriendly creatures. Tweeter birds always try to land on his head. (laughs) Masked sniffets often sting him with pointy little bullets. If he tries to have a picnic, giant hoopster bugs are almost certain to carry away half of the food. But Mario is a professional creature dodger as well as a master plumber. Even though there seem to be twice as many pests as usual, he hops and skips over pairs of shy guys, fry guys, and claw grips. Wait, hold on. Aren't Fry Guys the things from the McDonald's commercials? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's the boss of the ice world for whatever reason. You know, the big okay. flame boss that splits into the little ones. Okay, okay. My guess is that he's actually dreaming all of this because it's all Mario <laughs> 2 subcon enemies. 
um, skipping, hopping with the grace of a fine ballet dancer, or at least a mediocre football player. Oh, burn. (laughs) (laughs) Mario counts the creatures as he walks. Something is definitely wrong here. I'm seeing everything twice. As he tries to figure out what direction the creatures are coming from, Mario notices two separate shapes approaching in the sky. One seems to be a flock of small creatures. The other is harder to see, but it looks like one huge shadowy form. So are we, like, ever going to go to the the castle? (laughs) Well, someone didn't pick the way to the castle. (laughs) We seem to be completely ignoring the plot, which I didn't think would be possible in a book. Bye. Um, did I make Joe make any decisions yet? Nope. Joe, this one's all yours. Alright, I'm going with, if you think, uh, the the giant shadow, because that's probably someone (laughs) who might say a thing. Okay. Okay. We're going to go, uh, head toward the giant shadow, turn to 51. Mario walks (gasps) toward... Sorry, I got excited. (laughs) (laughs) Mario walks really toward... excited, okay? Mario walks toward... <laughs> Shut up! Don't make fun of me. Toward the solitary giant shadow in the sky. As he gets closer to the floating object, its features become frightfully clear. It's the Doom Ship! The Koopa family's floating battleship and number one secret weapon. And wait, how is it a secret weapon if we know its name? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's not its real name, and we just made that up. (laughs) It looks very much like an ancient sailing ship, except that it's covered with propellers, bubbling slime spouters, and deadly flame-throwing Koopa cannons. The evil craft is hovering above a bed of snapping black muncher plants. The doom ship, says Mario excitedly. (laughs) I knew that dark arc was involved in this business somehow. Standing at the wheel, searching the landscape with a telescope, is an enormous armored turtle in bright pink sunglasses. It's Roy Koopa! The meanest of the seven Koopa kids. Roy and Mario spot each other in the same instant. Yoo-hoo, Roy! Come down here for a minute, calls Mario. I've got a few things I'd like to ask you. Not on your life, plunge your face! Yells Roy. He spins the doom ship's great wooden steering wheel. Slowly, the boat turns to the east and begins to drift away. Is he just running away? Yes, he is. (laughs) Oh, no, you don't. Mario dashes after the floating warship. He tries to grab one of the many cables and ropes trailing below the craft, but they're just out of reach. Bon voyage! Shouts Roy Koopa. The Doom Ship starts to rise into the sky. There's plenty more to see in the Mushroom Kingdom, but if Mario is going to try to board that boat, the time is now. We Never. have the anchor! We do! Oh, oh. So, but wait, I, th- I think we should, we, should, we should consider which option we want to do. No, yeah. there's no considering. It, it is decided for us if Mario has the I anchor. I am the Dungeon Master, <laughs> and I say we have to make a decision. Oh, gosh. Diana. Well, oh no. <laughs> Diana, what do you think we should do? Um, let's just use the anchor. What else are we going to use it for? <laughs> yeah. You're welcome, Nathaniel. If we die, it's on you. But at least we use the anchor. 
Oh no! There's a cave. Oh no! <laughs> oh, what is this? What did you do? Oh wow! <laughs> what? There's a game. Oh no! I'm not doing the game. I don't think you want me to do that. Mario whirls the anchor over his head a few times, then he lets it go. It soars up to the deck of the Doom ship and hooks neatly into the, one of the wooden floorboards. Aren't anchors supposed to be, like, really heavy? <laughs> well, so I don't think this is how you're supposed to use an anchor. You know like, what? We, just, we go with the times, yeah. man. You gotta do what you gotta do. Yeehaw! I'm trying to say my line, Diana! <laughs> what? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's my line. No. Yeehaw. <laughs> There's Mario. As he swings up the rope. But when he lands feet first on the deck, he finds more than he expected. Wait. Roy is there! Wait, 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 wait. What just happened? He sw- he. Caught Did he, the like, ship? tie the rope to his foot and then throw it up? I think he, like, swung. Like, well, well, I mean, if he swung, it seems like he would land on the bottom of the... Like, he would you, go face you've first. You've seen Thor. You know how Thor swings his hammer around and then goes flying all yeah. over the place? That, uh, well, that's, that's kind what's of going what on I'm, here. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so he's up on the ship now. <laughs> We're questioning the physics in a land where boxes hang in the sky. It's true. Yeah. Roy is there, scraping his dirty toenails against the ship's warped floorboards. Ew. And behind Roy, a tall, skinny plumber in green overalls is gagged and tied to the main mast. It's Luigi! Roy, it's illegal to steal people's brothers, (laughs) says Mario. Give Luigi back now, and I promise I'll only beat you to a pulp. (laughs) Real good negotiating there, Mario. (laughs) Oh yeah? You and what army? Cries Roy. He stomps forward. Don't worry, I'll bring you flowers when you're in the hospital. <laughs> Mario goes on a real battle of wits here. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> Whoa, good one. <laughs> <laughs> the furious turtle's huge yellow teeth are now inches from Mario's face. He swings his paw. Mario ducks. You missed, Mario says. Would you like to try again, or do you want to surrender now? Turn to page 10 to surrender. <laughs> Mario is a staff master. <laughs> Roy hurls himself at Mario. Oh no. Play this game <laughs> to find out what happens when Roy charges at Mario. Uh, and there's a whole bunch of directions. We can uh, read those. Alright. Nathaniel. <laughs> you. You want me to read it? I'll read it. And I want you to solve the puzzle. Okay. So it's all on you. Got this. So we, we have this sort of snaky maze that's got a, a series of little squares that you can land on. Each square has uh, three symbols in it with numbers and sometimes X's, and they're like heart-shaped and star and mushroom-shaped. And there's little arrows pointing to what happens to you when you land on each of those. I think it's a math puzzle, maybe. So instructions go, choose one of the three shapes in the space above... The word start. Read the number in the shape you chose and move that many spaces along the track. Repeat this when you reach a new space. Keep the same shape every time. If you stop on a space where your shape has an X in it, follow the arrow and read the message it points to. The message will tell you where to turn next. Somebody else hasn't done anything for decision making, right? What about Paul? Paul hasn't chosen anything. Yeah, what about Paul? Oh, okay. All right. So what am I? I wasn't paying attention. Okay, you choose the shape. 
I choose a shape. I'm choosing the, number... the heart. Okay, so you choose the heart. It's got a two, so you go two spaces and land back on the heart. All right, and it's telling me to go to the asterisk. Oh, I already lost. Wait, no, 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 you didn't. No? Oh, no, only the X. Okay, so it's a three, so one, two, three. Everything's an X now. Okay. Everything's horrible. How you get past so... that? <laughs> okay, well, yeah. um, so no matter what, we're going to page eight. Okay. Oh, God. So did, <laughs> did, we, did we do this? I don't know. Mario quickly grabs a heavy wooden oar from the deck of the Doom ship. Just as Roy reaches him, Mario swings the oar. It hits Roy and snaps like a toothpick. <laughs> I really love how Michael is really making the most of his line. Yeah, I like it. Good. Roy slams into Mario. The plumber is stunned by the blow, and before he knows what's happened, Roy is holding him high above his head with both arms. About the flowers in the hospital, I it was just kidding, Roy, says Mario meekly. <laughs> the reptile tosses Mario over the side of the doom ship. Oh, crap. <laughs> Mario's Thanks, flailing Paul. hands snatch at a rail. This is, why I, this is why I was trying very hard not to make any decisions. Yeah, I mean, you just should have let me pick. I kind of blew it, my one chance. Oh, it's okay. I forgive you. Mario's flailing hands snatch at a rail that encircles the ship's hull. Saved! He throws one leg over the rail and hauls himself up. His head is spinning as he tries to stand. Only the narrow metal rail keeps him from falling. Oh, gosh. Turn to page 94. Just then, Mario's foot slips. Great. He teeters on the narrow rail for a few terrible seconds. Then he plunges toward the ground. Uh-huh. Plumber overboard! He shouts. Mario tries to grab one of the ropes trailing from the boat, but they all slip through his fingers. Fortunately, the Doom ship has drifted away from the cluster of prickly muncher plants. Mario plummets to the ground and lands in a moss garden with a thud. So I guess we're not going to get Luigi. I was going to say. <laughs> There's no falling damage in Mario games. <laughs> you know, when I was programming an early game, somebody was like, oh, I guess you haven't programmed in the part where you die if you fall too far. And I'm like, have you ever played any video game ever? <laughs> like, there's, like, five games where that ever happens. Blaster Master. Well, if we're talking platformers. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Sitting up, he watches the sinister outline of the Doom ship drift into the distance and disappear. Oh, well, that's that. <laughs> Bye, Luigi. <laughs> he says, brushing a few clumps of fuzzy green moss from his overalls. The ride was making me seasick anyway. He scampers back onto a nearby road and makes tracks for the Mushroom Kingdom. Oh, that's what we were going to do like a half hour ago. Yeah. Uh, turn to page 58. Mario tramps on through the Mushroom Kingdom, deep in thought, hopping over pairs of monsters that come at him from every direction. Suddenly, he looks up and sees a tangle of snapping, snarling, leafy green monsters ahead. He's at the edge of an enormous field of piranha plants. Help! <laughs> <laughs> cries a squeaky voice from somewhere deep within the piranha patch. Toad, is that you? Calls Mario. A small white head bobs up and down in the very center of the field. It's Toad, the royal mushroom retainer. How did you get here? Mario asks. There are almost two of everyone in the kingdom, including the king. 
Toad says, <laughs> I went to find a magnifying glass, but on my way back, I got trapped in this field. A turtle with a mustache and glasses told me it was a shortcut. <laughs> that was fantastic. And what's even better is I'm sitting in another room from her. She's got the door closed. <laughs> and there's a delay between when she speaks and when it comes on to Skype. So I just hear from the back room, wah, 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 and then it turns into real words on Skype a second later. <laughs> a turtle? It was probably one of the Koopa kids in disguise. But Mario has no time to worry about that right now. Hang on, little buddy. He calls and charges into the thicket of vicious plants. <laughs> Did he explain why he was out and about looking for a magnifying glass? <laughs> I'm sure there was a super good reason for it. Don't question my methods! <laughs> Unhand my pal, you dirty weeds. Mario shouts. He pushes his way through the growling green monsters. One huge piranha plant turns to face him. It runs a fleshy pink tongue across its lips and twists its green mouth into a horrible grin. Mario picks up a baseball-sized rock and hurls it at the plant. Batter up, he calls. Quickly, the creature picks up a large stick with its mouth and <laughs> uses it to bat the stone away. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Mario looks around. Oh no! Nearly all the piranha plants have picked up sticks. And they're swinging them at Darn him. Darn your sass, Mario. <laughs> Uh-oh. He mutters. I shouldn't have given them any ideas. The mean green sluggers block his path in every direction. Mario needs an exit, and fast. Play this game to see what happens next. So who, who feels like a puzzle? <laughs> this reminds me of a puzzle. <laughs> Should it be Joe's turn? Yeah, I was going to say. Joe? Okay, wait. So start in the center of this drawing and move two spaces in any direction. Each time you land in a new space, read the number there and move that many spaces in the direction the arrow points. Keep moving until you land on a drawing of Mario or a piranha plant. When that happens, the game is over. And then you close the book. Done. <laughs> the end. Look at the bottom of this page to find out where you should turn next. So I can start going up, uh, right, down or left? Yep. I, I, mm. I, 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 I've already figured out a solution. Don't tell him. No, it's, it's just, I, we have to be... All right, I'm going to go down. Three. Two. 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 Three. Two. 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 One, two, three, do, do, do. Hey, look, it's Mario. Yay! That's probably the game. It would yes, be really... Say, is that actually the one we won? It would be really oh, funny God. if, like, the was Page one. 78. Oh, Mario's dead. <laughs> the end. Is this... Oh, wait, is he? Uh-oh, wait a minute. The horrible green creatures fan out their leaves surrounding Mario. They swing their sticks at him viciously. Whap! One of them smacks Mario on the side of the head. He stumbles out of the piranha plant patch and passes out cold. <laughs> Wait, excuse me, what? This is the good ending? <laughs> Why is this a bad one? The inning is over. In traditional Game Cola fashion, we are terrible at video games. <laughs> <laughs> we can't Why? even win a book. <laughs> we can't even play a book. <laughs> Landing on Mario is bad. I don't get it. Me neither. Maybe yeah, the other one's worse. The other. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, in the other ending, you if you if you land on the plant, you get the magnifying glass. What? Maybe it's what gets hit, like Mario's swinging a rock, or they're swinging mm. the sticks, and they what's your target? Oh, it's Mario. Of course, piranha plants could never be really great baseball players. They couldn't run the bases. When Mario wakes, he staggers back to the entrance to the Mushroom Kingdom. But his whacking has made him forget everything that has happened in the last two hours. Oh no! Wait, we're guys. all the way back to where we were before. <laughs> Luigi's dead too. We're back where we started! <laughs> Why? Okay, well, I'm, I'm not going to read this whole thing again. I don't, I don't think that would be a good idea. Uh, so... I propose yes. we sort of backtrack, like we assume we do all the same stuff as before, and I propose we backtrack either to the Roy Koopa battle or to the Piranha Plant battle and have the outcome be the other one that we didn't get and see where that takes I us. I can accept that. This isn't yeah. Nathaniel choosing the adventure. We have two choices. I know, and I've, I have proposed. I'm not choosing anything. Yeah, we can, we can choose the other one where <laughs> instead of exploring, we go to the palace should we should we do that then? We're from chapter forty nine. Go to the palace. Yeah, should we do that? That might be a good idea. Yeah, just because that way we don't have to like search through the document to try to find like sure. where those other choices were. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna go to the Mushroom Kingdom. I think turn to page seventy nine. Okay. So so Mario has uh has suffered a bout of amnesia. <laughs> he doesn't really remember anything that's happened recently, but we still have the anchor. We still have the anchor. We've made some progress. <laughs> we have the same thing we had at the beginning. Progress. Hey. <laughs> Wait, do we still have the anchor? Oh, no, we used the anchor. He doesn't remember getting it, and he doesn't remember using it. It, it didn't say that we lost the anchor. Mm. He does remember getting it, because it, I, think, I think the two hours meant that he remembers as far as where we went back to, and we got the anchor before we left. That's mm, true. To get to that point. So yeah. he at least thinks he has the anchor. <laughs> I, I I think he grabbed the anchor and put him back into his overalls after he used it. This huge anchor. I have a feeling that we're not really going to be using it for much else anyways. Yeah. Mario decides he'd better talk to the princess before doing anything else. So he scampers up the path that leads to the palace. Along the way and on into the distance in every direction, the landscape is dotted with strange yet familiar structures. Stone staircases climb ten feet into the air and stop. Brick ledges hang in the sky, though nothing seems to be holding them up. Metal boxes are scattered all over the blue-green hills. Mario hops onto a stack of red and blue cubes and snatches two shiny coins that are hanging above them. Biding, biding. <laughs> <laughs> These might come in handy later, he says. I hear the princess just installed a new gumball machine at the palace. That's right, I did. Then he continues on his way. It usually takes Mario about 30 seconds to dash up the road to the palace. Today, though, it takes him almost 10 minutes. Too many creatures get in his way. He bounds up the grand marble staircase to the palace's front gate. One of the two royal doormen is standing guard. Hello, Brock. Mario calls as he passes. The muscular mushroom salutes, touching his furry white helmet. <laughs> Mario goes inside. As he walks down the main hall, he senses that all is not as it should be. Paintings are missing from the walls, and there are muddy footprints all over the royal carpets. 
Wooster, the king's finicky assistant, would never allow the palace to become such a mess. Something must really be wrong. Mario stops to inspect a pile of broken flower pots. I guess I guess Link was here. <laughs> <laughs> Just then, the other royal doorman walks by. Hi, Gherkins, says Mario. I'm Brock. <laughs> Ooh. Good line. Good line. <laughs> I think I believe that is Brock's only line. <laughs> <laughs> well, you owned it. <laughs> the doorman answers. Hmm. Mutters Mario. I thought I just saw Brock. Well, maybe I was wrong. Mario hurries to the throne room. Along the way, he thinks he sees the same doorman a third time. Now he's confused. Maybe Princess Toadstool can clear up this mystery. Mario collects two coins! <laughs> Hooray! Wait, weren't we saying before, I forget if the, this is actually in the edited version of the podcast, but weren't we saying before that you need, like, a hundred coins to get, like, yeah, the lowest level or something? <laughs> yeah. It must Hopefully be somewhere where we get a lot of coins. Yeah. Yeah. Each game over gives you a, an amount of coins, so if you get, like, the super good ending, it gives you, like, 300 coins. I think that's yeah. how they do it. Okay. Thank goodness you're here! Cries Princess Toadstool, the moment Mario... Oh, oh, I said Mario. I was trying so hard not to. (laughs) The moment Mario opens the royal double doors. She's dressed in a long pink evening gown and matching earrings. She's as beautiful as ever, Mario thinks. But her fingernails are bitten all the way to the quick. She looks really stressed out. I I will point out here that there's some some clever theming here. Mario opens the royal double doors. Matching earrings. There used to be only one. <laughs> I was afraid you didn't get my message. She says, fingering her gold and emerald necklace. Mario gazes around the throne room. The place is a madhouse. There are two of almost everyone in the hall. Everyone is yelling at his or her double. Even one of the royal pool cleaners <laughs> is looking in a mirror and yelling <laughs> at her reflection. <laughs> I guess she got confused. Princess Toadstool says. Looks like you've got a major disaster on your hands, Princess, says Mario. But what happened? It all started two days ago, when the mailman showed up with bunches of flowers for everyone, explains Princess Toadstool. Everyone took their flowers to their room, but Wooster dropped his, Toad's, and mine when I asked him to put them on the windowsill. Then the next morning, when Wooster watered the king's flowers, they started crackling and shooting sparks. All the bouquets had strange-looking tiny cameras hidden in them. <laughs> what is I'm this? sorry. <laughs> what did I just read? We finally got into the plot. Yeah, I know. Like, those, uh, like these weird early novelizations just, that have nothing to do with the actual like Mario story. It's just so strange. The princess's heels click on the throne room's marble floor as she paces anxiously. As soon as we figured that out, we threw all the flowers away. But it was too late. Doubles of almost everyone began to appear. Since then, things have been getting more and more confusing. No one can remember whom they've spoken to. The royal refrigerator is empty from feeding all these extras. And swarms of monsters are overrunning the kingdom. I'd just like to contribute that not only did they properly use whom, yes, they... Also, we're throwing in a lot of fun detail that is bringing this to life. And it's not just yeah, Mario really did like this. The yeah. princess did that. Like the heels mm-hmm. clicking on the floor and such. It's true. It's yeah, kudos to... Uh... Oh, it doesn't have the author name on the cover. <laughs> oh, there it is. Clyde Bosco. 
Well, I have to see pen name if ever I heard one. (laughs) (laughs) It's a pen name for Shigeru Miyamoto. (laughs) (laughs) Now, if he could just make his icons represent the outcomes they suggest. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going to get over that. (laughs) Mario arches one bushy black eyebrow. I smell a big fat Cooper rat, he says. That's not even the worst part. Warns the princess, adjusting her tiny crown. Why do I have a tiny crown? <laughs> oh no! Excuse me. Turn to page fifty-three. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> oh, this is fun. Okay. Now we have two contenders for the throne. Princess Toadstool leads Mario up to the front of the room, where two identical kings are taking turns pushing each other off the big gold throne. <laughs> <laughs> Each is wearing a purple robe and an onion-shaped crown. Wooster, the royal mushroom assistant, is there too, wringing his hands. His usually spotless apron is covered with dirt. He looks like he hasn't slept for days. All right. How should I do this? What should... What should... I mean, you should do it in, in the Wooster's voice. Ahoy! You've got to help us, Mario! Wails the tall mushroom. I've been so busy trying to clean up after two kings, I haven't even had time to wind the royal cuckoo clocks. Frankly, your highness, Mario whispers to the princess, it could be worse. I've never seen the king actually do anything <laughs> oh, anyway. <gosh. laughs> Mario's going back to being the sass master. Yeah. <laughs> it's the principle of the thing, snaps the princess. Every kingdom needs a king, and there can only be one king in every castle, and we've got two. So, help! I'll do what I can, Mario promises. Just then he notices that Toad, the royal mushroom retainer, is not around. Oh, no! <laughs> Where's Toad? He asks. So this would, this would be our amnesia kicking in here. <laughs> oh. Who's Toad? <laughs> Toad. Where am I? How did I get here? He went out. <laughs> he went out to find a magnifying glass. Answers Wooster. He thought it might help us discover who the real king is. The real king is very tiny. <laughs> I... Fake king has a fake mustache. And a Capital idea! A great idea! Says one of the two kings. I was just about to say that! <laughs> Cries the other one. I wonder whether I have a magnifying glass with me, says Mario. He starts to check his pockets. Uh Uh-oh. Sorry. (laughs) There's that amnesia again. All right. So we would have a choice here. Uh, Well, we don't because we don't have a magnifying glass. No. So we just have to turn to page 116. Was that your fault, Diana? No. Who Who lost that one for us? Joe. Joe. I'm sorry that I got the Mario icon. That was apparently the bad one. <laughs> well, no, I thought it was, uh, but I thought it was Z Saber who ended up getting us the anchor instead of the magnifying glass. We could have gotten it out of that I don't puzzle. Think, was the magnifying glass an op? I don't think it was. It was no, it was in. Uh, it was in it that. It was magnifying oh, glass. Oh, it was. Oh, I didn't think it was in that camera. first one. Yeah. We've blown it multiple times. Yeah, is what you're saying. Basically. <laughs> We're so good at books. <laughs> yes. Also, I just want to point out, I, I just scrolled down a little bit on the page, and chapter 27 says, stop, it's impossible to get yeah, that I, result. Go back to the page you just read and try I again. really want to know what, what? that means to. What? Like, how does that even work? And I like that it comes with a picture of the princess. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how could you get, you just put in a random page to bulk up the book? <laughs> or like they just well, had this extra picture of Peach that they needed to put somewhere? I think it's part of one of the games where it's yeah, like, it's you know, cool. add this to your total and go to that page. Oh, okay. Mm. That makes sense. Mario's plumber's pockets are chock full of useful stuff, but no magnifying glass. <laughs> Just this giant anchor he's lugging around. Yes. <laughs> Time to look for Toad, Mario declares. Promising the princess he'll be back as soon as possible, he rushes out of the palace and heads off into the Mushroom Kingdom. As he skips down a hill, he trips over a large metal pipe stump. What's this? He says, peering into the circular opening. Below him, a small, dimly lit chamber is filled with sparkling coins. It's also sprinkled with Shy Guys. Yahoo! Shouts Mario, diving into the pit. He gathers as many coins as he can before climbing out onto the grass. This is great, he says, counting his change. Now I can buy Luigi that electric bowling ball he's been asking for. Let's not bother rescuing him, but let's at least buy him stuff. He'll be, he'll be fine if we get him dead. Like, Luigi is, like, super dead by now. <laughs> He's the deadest. <laughs> he drops the coins into one of his overall pockets and continues in his search for Toad. Solve this puzzle to find out how many coins Mario collects. Who wants a puzzle? Mark, Michael. It should be Michael's turn. He okay. hasn't done anything in a while. Study the map carefully. Cross out any three shy guide paths. Count out the total number of coins Mario will reach without reaching... Ugh. Okay... I'm going to go with one, two, three. So that gives me one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, uh, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, killed by a shy guy. Oh! Uh, For those without the benefit visual here, Michael, what are we looking at? Yeah, which one's the We're looking at a maze where Mario needs to not get killed by shy guys. And apparently he's got a gun with only three bullets in it, so he can only <laughs> kill three shy guys he comes across. Alright, so we gathered fewer than 20 coins. Yeah. yeah. But when we add the 18 to the two coins we got earlier, that makes 20. Yeah. Oh, I don't think that's what it means, though. Yeah. <sighs> Actually, wait. Yeah. If, you, if you do... This is what we just saw. If you turn to page 55 because you gathered more than 20 coins, okay, that is stop. It's impossible to get that result. What? <laughs> really? But, okay, hold on. So they're hold just on. wasting your time. Hold on, I'm going to wow. get it. Why did they, yeah. Stop, it is impossible to win this minigame. You've done wow. so. Oh, yeah, it is impossible. I guess <laughs> it's just, oh, I guess it's a fail, it's a fail safe. So, that you, you know, so like, no one lies. Right. Well, Michael totally failed us. <laughs> <laughs> you lost the unwinnable game. Jeez. So we go to page one, two, one. Um, yeah. So it doesn't it doesn't specify that we actually add those coins to our inventory. Do you guys think we sh- we should? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So now we have twenty. So I guess that means that we we well, don't. It says have he the... drops the coins into his pockets as he continues searching. Yes. Oh. Okay. So we have 20 coins and one anchor. Okay. It's 21. Toad could be just about anywhere. Mario sighs as he looks out across the Mushroom Kingdom countryside. But the plumber doesn't get much time to think about the places he could go look for Toad. Less than five minutes from the palace, he hears Toad's squeaky voice. 
and it's coming from the very center of an enormous piranha patch. What? <laughs> He's still there. Oh, no. How did he not die? Says Mario. He gazes into the field of swirling, snarling green plants. These overgrown fly traps are bad news. Save me! <laughs> nice toad. Mario can see a white dot in the middle of the moving green field. I'm on my way. He calls and begins to make his way through the vicious plants. Turn to page 90, and I have a feeling we might have seen this page before. Oh, yeah, just <laughs> Don't get the Mario. So we'll do the other one this time? Yeah, so go yeah. any other way. Yeah. Oh, no, wait, there's another Mario here. You can get yeah, the Mario. Yeah, but it's going to be the same. Yeah. Oh, wait, I just did the puzzle, and I got the plant. I did it. Yay! Okay. I did it. I didn't just make that up. I definitely did it. Okay. <laughs> Continuing to chapter 59. Yes. It is impossible to get this. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Loop of amnesia. All right, so we're, we're, we're still, uh, we played baseball with the piranha plants a second time. <laughs> a weedy-looking piranha plant swings its bat. Mario jumps straight up into the air. Strike one. He yells. But the play is better than a strike. Instead of hitting the plumber, the bat squelches into the pulpy flesh of another plant. The injured plant howls and swings back. That's really intense. Yeah, I know, man. Scublump! This is then that just made it a little bit less intense. Scabump. But... Scabump. Its bat smashes into a third one. The piranha patch soon becomes a field of furious green sluggers. The monster plants forget all about Mario as they bash each other. <laughs> Psst, Toad, come on, whispers Mario. Toad crawls out from his hiding place, and he and Mario tiptoe out of the patch unnoticed. Shall we strike out for the palace, little buddy? Asks Mario once they're on safe ground. He jumps and snatches a coin from a nearby ledge. Randomly. <laughs> Toad says. As they make their way home, he hands Mario a magnifying glass. Oh. It's what I was looking for! Mario winks. This'll be a hit. Ah, cause of the baseball. Oh. Ah. Oh, okay, hold on. I do want to say, soon they're back in the throne room. But technically, if we had gotten this first, we had never gone to the throne room. Yeah, that's an oh. excellent point. Yeah, the, I think that the book really assumes that you you will have gone there first because, like mm -hmm. we were saying before, like you don't even get the plot until you go there. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we're going to do it that way, were, were the piranhas playing baseball when we went straight out from the palace? <laughs> They're only playing baseball if you set out straight for them from the field. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we can assume that Toad explains everything along the way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mario, what are you talking about? <laughs> hey, listen! Oh, no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Magnifying glass in hand, Mario marches up to the throne. Finally, he thinks, a chance to find out what this trouble is all about. All right, everyone, he calls, holding up the glass. Maybe I can straighten things out. So what exactly is his plan here? Just go with it. <laughs> Wooster, the royal assistant, nudges one of the kings toward the plumber. Mario holds the glass in front of the royal nose. Hmm. 
he says as he studies the king. What is it? What do you see? Asks Wooster impatiently. I see... a nose. Announces Mario. He takes off his cap and scratches his head. Both kings shrug their shoulders. Great, says Princess Toadstool. Any more brilliant deductions, Mr. Detective? Don't rush me, answers Mario. Let me take a look at his majesty number two. Toadstool is, uh, is sassy in this one, in this canon. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> I is... like being sassy. <laughs> Wooster leads the second king to Mario, who holds the glass up to the second regal nose. But when Mario sees it magnified, it doesn't look like a king's nose at all. It looks more like a sand dune. <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> in fact, up close, no part of this monarch looks like a king. He's made entirely of sand! How could you uh, possibly not notice this? Uh, <laughs> Here's your imposter, Mario says. Take him away! I told you I'm me! Says the real king. I told you I'm me! Shouts the imposter <laughs> as the royal mushroom guards haul him away. No one says anything as he's dragged from the room. The doors slam behind him. The real king gazes after his double sadly. Aww. <laughs> Don't worry, says Wooster. We have, we have a plenty of kings. <laughs> a special home for people who try to impersonate the royal family. He'll have fun. What the heck does that mean? How many people have you had that try to impersonate the royal family? He runs one finger along an arm of the king's throne and inspects the dust buildup. Of course, it isn't very tidy here, he adds. So what should we do now? Asks Princess Toadstool. We can't check every set of twins in the kingdom. New ones are showing up every minute. No, we've got to get to the root of this problem. Mario agrees, dropping the magnifying glass into his overalls pocket. The imposter was made of sand, right? Right, answers the princess. And where are there tons and tons of sand? Asks Mario. The Kupahari Desert, <laughs> answers Wooster, using some uh, Edgeworth-like logic there. <laughs> Frightfully dusty place. And what else is in the Kupahari Desert? Continues Mario. Kupa. <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. <laughs> Everyone shouts. I'm on my way, Mario declares. He bounces down the hall. I'll have this double taken care of in no time at all. Hooray! The king shouts. Make it snappy. That's the princess. <laughs> ah, so much sass. <laughs> and please, don't track sand into the palace when you come back. Wooster begs. Solve this puzzle oh. <laughs> to find out what could be waiting for Mario in the Kupahari Desert. I thought we already established it was the fort. Do we really need to solve this? Hang on, wait. <laughs> I'm doing it. Hold on. Oh, you got this? Yeah, there's a lot of letters. I need to write this down. 
Yeah, Nathaniel, can you describe what we're looking at here? Yeah. Okay, so we've got random letters, single or pairs of letters in each of the squares on the grid. Along the top and then along the left side, uh, you've got A, B, C, D, E, and then along the left side, the rows are numbered 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. 1, 2, 3, 4, 6, there is apparently no 5. Yeah, I was going to say. Budget for the 5 in the art department. Um, And the instructions say... Someone someone penciled in a 5 in my book. I'm so proud. So the instructions say, study this grid and then look at the top of the page. For each entry on the list, match the numbers on the side with the letters along the top. Cross out the corresponding space. The letters in the leftover boxes will spell out something Mario will find in the Kupahari Desert. And the way we've been playing, it's probably going to be like glue pump um, (laughs) based on the the letters that we're going to get. You could actually read it. It says, stop, help Bob on... Well, no, but we're oh, supposed no. to cross no. out some of them. I'm getting... Am I Is doing okay? We're now? supposed to cross out A1, B2, C3... Yeah, you cross those out, and then whatever's left is the answer. Oh, oh okay. Didn't I realize I was supposed to read that part. I can't do this on my computer, though. Well, hold on, let me let me just put this... It's... Put it in paint or something. Uh, yeah, well, that's what I'm doing. And I'm gonna cross okay. out... B1... Uh, let's see. Okay, B6... So B2... A1, C1, C3, uh, E2, D5. Uh, there's no 5. Well, it's, B6, it's the row before, below 4. B6, C1, E3, uh, C4. Like, the answer is sand. I'm going to be so dead. C4, <laughs> D2, C5, E1, the answer is Pringles. Sorry, A3, <laughs> C2, and E6. I get yeah. E6 so it says twice. the Boomerang Brothers. <gasps> oh. 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 Wow, we actually are seeing most of the characters. Yeah, this is so exciting. All right, let's turn to page 75. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, there's another puzzle. Yes. <laughs> Immediately. As soon as Mario crosses into the Kupahari Desert, the red brick road ends abruptly. So do the grassy hills, the brooks, and everything else in the Mushroom Kingdom that's lush and colorful. An endless expanse of yellow sand stretches out before Mario. Dunes, crags, and rocky outcroppings dot the landscape. The only plants are a few withered cacti. However, there's definitely no shortage of living things. Just as I thought, Mario says, dodging a pair of masked shy guys that waddle past. The doubles problem is even worse here than at the palace. Enemies are everywhere in sets of two, four, and even eight. I've got to put a stop to this quickly, or we'll be knee-deep in creeps. In the distance, Mario can see the faint outline of Fort Koopa. A winding road leading to it has been worn in the sand by thousands of feet. But a sign in the shape of a paw standing by the side of the road reads, Shortcut to Fort Koopa, not for the squeamish. A black-nailed finger points to a rocky ravine just south of where Mario is standing. Hmm. (laughs) Mario muses. Something tells me neither of these trails will be a picnic. Solve this puzzle for a clue about what's ahead. 
Okay, so I, I solved the puzzle already. Um, there's only one. It's a maze, and there's only one route through the maze, and there are different letters scattered throughout the maze. So the route you take spells out two different monsters are waiting there for Mario. But the other routes are, like, super sassy. Like, they, they actually spell out words for the most part. Two different turtles and Bowsers. The one I was following, like, like I got all the way. Two different monsters are waiting for just the fruit. <laughs> my favorite is two different stop you fool. That's my favorite yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Z Saber. I want you to tell us what we should do next. Okay, so the sense I'm getting from everyone is that the shortcut is all kinds of bad. So we are not gonna take the shortcut, we're gonna take the main road. Okay. We're going to take the main road to Fort Koopa, so everyone turn to page 81. Oh. This is is totally going to go well, don't worry. Mario realized... Oh, I did it again! (laughs) (laughs) I thought you always pronounced it Mario. I'm trying, I'm trying to... I've I've been pronouncing it Mario for the most part in in this. Well, yeah, but, like, what happened to your old, uh, sticking with Mario? I just don't want everyone to make fun of me. <laughs> oh. Finally, after this long, you've gotten tired of it. Mario realizes that in the Kupahari Desert, shortcuts aren't always a good idea. Sighing, he sets out along the main road. After several hours, it's like four in the morning by now. In this <laughs> I know, seriously. After several hours of stomping dry bones, avoiding fire snakes, and sweating, he spots a sign by the side of the road that reads. Fort Koopa, 2,000 feet, or 10,000 toes, ahead. (laughs) It's about time, says Mario, trudging wearily along the sandy highway. My feet are killing me. Ahead, the dark towers of Fort Koopa blot out the late afternoon sun. Are we actually getting somewhere? (laughs) I think we are. (laughs) This is pretty exciting. This is great. Time is passing. Mario kneels to tighten his shoelace. As he does... He notices a tiny pebble in the road, quivering like a Mexican jumping bean. Then larger stones begin to move. Soon, the whole ground around the plumber is shaking. I've got the feeling this isn't a happy little earthquake, says Mario. He gazes down the road. Marching toward him are two enormous armored turtles. The Boomerang Brothers, he grumbles. These guys always throw me some curves. The last time Mario tangled with the Boomerang Brothers, he broke a tooth and ripped his best pair of red overalls. And that time, Luigi was there to help him. Just rubbing it in. (laughs) (laughs) Luigi's not here. What's that? Rumbles one of the giant turtles, pointing to Mario. An insect? Hmm. Says the other one. It looks like... It could be a piece of sausage that fell off of someone's pizza. Looks tasty. (laughs) Why do you think? (laughs) (laughs) Why would you think that? Mario has no time to battle it out with the giant shellheads. He doubts he'd win if he did. This calls for strategy, not strength. So he waits until the massive creatures get dangerously close. Then he dashes between them and runs toward Fort Koopa. Come back here. Yeah. They howl in unison. We're hungry. Why are you going so slow? I'm waiting for you. I was going. 
<laughs> I can't hear. Skype is not good at unison. I just hear you go on after me, and I'm like, you're going slow. I figure if I go, if I go, if I if I go really long, then I know for sure that it will we will be at the same time at some point. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> we we totally nailed that. I don't we, know. What I think Joe and I did great. <laughs> Both turtles reach into giant holsters hanging at their sides and pull out handfuls of boomerangs. What? Oh shoot. A cloud of deadly whirling objects screams after the plumber. If Mario can't dodge the weapons, he's through. Solve this puzzle to find out what happens next. So who feels like a puzzle? Professor uh... Lee. I think I think in Nathaniel. So we have this uh, big, long, tall rectangle, which has uh, squiggly paths with boomerangs all over them. And we've four, for some reason, Hammer Brothers. I thought there were only two. Or not Hammer Brothers, Boomerang Brothers, because their identity is defined by what they're holding in their hands at the time. The Boomerang Brothers, uh, four of them at the bottom, tracing up every path. And then it's got a border of some drippy pipes. And the instructions say, choose any two of the giant turtles in this drawing and follow the boomerang path from each of them to Mario. Add up the total number of boomerangs you encounter on the two trails. Add 10 to your total if Mario has the extra power of the super mushroom to help him dodge the weapons. Which suggests to me that we want to go for the highest score possible. Yeah. So give me a second to count. <laughs> <laughs> That's cheating. No, you just have to pick two without counting. Yeah. Well, you have to count afterwards. Well, yeah. Okay, so I've I've picked, I think the the right two paths, which, if I'm counting correctly, have given me nineteen. Okay. Yay! Hey, that's Yay! that's oh, oh. we did correct. I see page fifty five again, which is the this is impossible. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, which one is that? That's the if you had a twenty-eight or higher. <laughs> <laughs> Even with the super mushroom, though. Or maybe you can't get to this point with the super mushroom. Oh, well, because okay, but then but why would they include get, it? If we get I mean, nineteen, hmm, but nineteen plus ten. Yeah. Is it? Is it really that? Yeah. It's that's weird. Yeah, well, I know what happened. I'm sorry. Yeah, sixteen's max here. I think without the super mushroom. So did we blow it? Yeah, I think so. I think by default, by virtue of not having the super mushroom, yeah. we blew it. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's uh -oh, true. Guys. That's a good point. Oh, gosh. Uh oh, guys. <laughs> what I was doing was I was looping back around yeah, on a different her. path after I reached the top and continued counting. I think that's what happened. Because yeah, I mean, okay. let's keep going. Did everyone turn to page 28? Uh oh. We failed. <laughs> the first boomerang sails over Mario's head, missing him by almost a yard. Is that the best you can do? He taunts. I think we learned that taunting is just not a good idea for Mario, because it always <laughs> backfires on him. He turns and sneers at the monstrous turtle twins. But Mario has forgotten that these weapons return. When the boomerang circles and bashes him on the back of the head, he has no idea what hit him. His knees buckle, and he falls. How do you forget that? The boomerang brothers lumber up to where Mario is lying out cold. Not bad remarks one of the turtles, picking Mario up by a leg. He tosses the plumber into a sack of old orange peels and other things that he's picked up on his travels. Then he slings the sack over his shoulder. The second turtle yawns. I'm tired. Me too, says his brother. 
Let's go home and make a nice pot of plumber soup. Game over. Yay! That was honestly oh, a pretty graphic description <laughs> that like his limp body, you know, gets knocked out cold, he buckles to the ground and then they're going to eat him. Mm. Yay! That's pretty harsh. Now what? So, so we lost. <laughs> we didn't do it. Oh no, and it goes back to chapter 1. <laughs> yeah, and we we can't like we can't just go back and redo that because we don't have the super we mushroom. Don't have, like, there's no way we can get another. Receipt. We would have to go all the way back to the shortcut. Yeah, we. If oh. we wanted to, if we wanted to do anything. Oh man! You you realize that this hinges on Paul getting knocked off the airship. Oh, it does. Why is it my fault? Because the entire adventure was doomed after that point. <laughs> oh no. I told you guys not to let me decide anything. <laughs> so is that it? Did we just lose? Actually, we just you know, I would argue but... even that they hinged on the Piranha Plant game. Because if we'd have gotten that right, we wouldn't have had to start over. But then we did get it right. You know, we looped back and yeah. then we yeah, got it right I the forgot. second time. And then did the yeah, magnifying glass fault. thing. I'm sorry, Joe. No, it's Paul's fault. However, okay. we okay. just gamed over, you know, if we go back to the very beginning, we do have that very first choice where we have three different options that could drastically well, change the direction of things. Oh, yeah. Well, but I'm also saying we can take the shortcut. I don't know. Shortcut into the ravine sounds like fall off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What should we do? There's another puzzle on that page. What do you what do you guys feel like what's the general consensus here? Do we want to keep recording or do we want to do we want to just say we lost? My vote would be to give it a shot, you know, start either way back from the very beginning or one of the decisions that we wish had turned out differently and then see where that goes and then probably the next time we get an ending, call it a night. Yeah, I agree. All right, yeah, wait, yeah, we uh we we had one one life we lost it. Now we're now we're at life zero. Oh no! <laughs> All right, we gotta do it this time, guys. Let's do the ravine. And that does it for this edition of the Game Cola RPG Cast. Will we find Luigi? Will the next episode just be two seconds of us falling down a cliff? Will we ever be able to win at book? Tune in next time. Break time. Break time. That's when I Bring started getting on the Pringles. Do you actually have Pringles? Yes, I do. That is amazing. 90% of my um, Christmas was food. So yeah, I got Pringles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.